I am blessed of God to be back again at the City Church. I thank God for the invitation to come. Yeah. I have done a few things right in in my life. One of those few things that I have been able to do is to advise your pastor rightly some 12 plus years ago when he struggled with the call of God in various invitations to become pastor of several congregation that was seeking one. I saw something unusual in him, something different in him, something exceptional in him that would not fit uh, any other congregation because Mark is strange. <laughs> He is an enigma, but one that God can can use. And he has he has done that. So that's one thing that I got right, Mark, is I told you that you would not fit a traditional church. And uh, look what we have. Praise God for that. Uh, I uh, I'm in the epilogue of life. In the uh, old time, not even the fourth quarter. I can hear uh, God's voice. Uh, telling me that uh, I have to one day bow out and uh, prepare church that I've pastored next Sunday be 47 years um, of pastoring there and 10 elsewhere, 57, uh, 57 years. Um, I, um, I'm preparing, I'm dying for my exit, not death necessarily, Benny, good to see you, Benny. I don't, I don't know where it is. I was, uh, I was at the airport last night in LA and, uh, you can go through, you know, if you 75, you can go through the with your shoes off in particular. And the woman didn't believe that I was 75, but I'm, I'm 48 backwards. Uh, but uh, God has been kind to me uh, and uh, has blessed me to have 
the longevity and the strength and and hopefully it's evident today that my mind is still intact to a degree. But I, I'm thankful that um, I have a chance to be here today. I, I want to, as I'm doing at Mount Zion, those of you in Mount Zion that are here, I think the director of our deacons and his wife is here. Uh, could see one of my sons, Vinny, is here, and I think I think some others. I see Leon and yeah, and your wife, lovely wife, is here. Uh, others might be here. Can and, and Teresa Ortega is here. Maybe some others, but uh, I want to to bother you since. City Church is an extension of Mount Zion, and that that's that's what I I see, uh, and and I, I I've been elucidating with young theologues, uh, pastors. Uh, I'm not here to talk about this, but just when you're old, you get a chance to do stuff like this. <laughs> Uh, I, I've been asking them, Leon and Angela, uh, what would a missional church look like if we were really obedient to the Great Commission? Uh, Jesus said, go into all the world and make disciples. Yeah. Not stay. Mm-hmm. Not become stagnant and stiff and sterile, but to impregnate the world with gospel presence and gospel preaching and gospel loving, gospel caring. What what would the church look like? What would it look like budgetary, budgetary and building and programmatics? What what would church look like if if it was like Jesus it was an outsider? He was born outside. He ministered outside. He died outside, uh, and he rose outside, and he's coming back outside. What what would the church look like if it if it went? instead of staying, if it were a church that uh, followed the master and, and and went into the world, what would it look like? And, and I, I think in these latter-day, not Mormon, but latter-day saints, uh, uh, what would church look like? And I think City Church is a microcosm of missional church that impregnates the world with gospel presence, gospel love, gospel grace. It would look like that. So I, I, I want I want to talk on the text that the young man read. 
today uh, that thou art, thou art Peter. Peter, Peter, uh, Jesus asked the boys, I'm going to get a, this is not made for uh, my ears that bad. I'm going to work. What you going to give me? <laughs> he, uh, Jesus asked uh, those boys who were to be, uh, they were, <laughs> I just got strange ears. <laughs> he asked, he asked them in that Matthew gospel, thank you for the uh, mobility. Last time I was here, I was stuck. <laughs> That's not what we had in mind. Oh, Je Jesus, uh, in Matthew, that that gospel that is Hebraic, it's Jewish in focus. The the audience of the, the Matthew text is slanted towards the Jewish Hebraic thought. And he writes really about that because they were they were anticipating the David type. King David, uh, a Messiah. They were looking for the Messiah to liberate them from Roman apartheid. And they were looking for, for social, political, cultural freedom. And they thought that Jesus might be whom they were seeking. Uh, they thought that they looked at John the Baptist as as such, but he, now he lingers in prison, ready to lose his head. Uh, and Jesus knew that he was going to leave soon. And he wanted his second body, unlike the assembly of the Jews. He wanted something distinct and different, Gail. He, he he didn't want an offshoot of Judaism. He didn't want he didn't want he, he didn't want Israel uh, to give birth to what he was going to do. That miracle, that miracle, that 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 tremendous mysterium, 
of Jew, Gentile, and hybrid would come together in, in form, form one new body. In, in fact, he, he had to have, he, he had to make sure that the church, which would become his second body on the planet, the church, the ecclesia, the called out ones would, would, what time y'all get out? <laughs> okay. Because I feel want, uh, uh, a, a long windedness coming on. <laughs> uh, I'm having a hard time getting getting to what I want to say. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying to maneuver my way to what I come here to say. And I keep getting, getting, you know, detours as I try to get there. You know, yeah. Uh, he 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 wanted he wanted them. He wanted those boys who were pregnant with the church that would to give birth on Pentecost, uh, fifty days after his departure. He wanted them to to understand. His church, and and that's what I'm I'm preaching in Redwood City. Uh, I'm on the series of identifying his church, not ours. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Not yours. Hopefully, City Church is part of his church. And I have a holy hunch that most definitely city church lines up with his church. There's a difference between ours and his. But he wanted, he wanted, he wanted them, watch this, to get him straight. Is Yahshua Jesus from Mexico or is he from Nazareth? Which Jesus? They, they had, because his church would be situated on his wholeness. Right. You you got to know who he is to know whether or not you are a member of his church. I wish uh, I had time, but that church that 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 was birthed at Pentecost along with the advent of the Holy Spirit. Jesus said, I, I will not leave you comfortless, but I would send to you the, 
the Holy Spirit. And he will be, he will be with you, Jesus said, and he would be in you. He would be your paraclete. He will come alongside of you, but then he will be your homie. He will live residentially in you. Don't you boys go until you got the ghost. Holy Ghost. Church was born at Pentecost. But he wanted them before Pentecost to know who do men say I the son of man am? They gave the hearsay I don't have to. And Peter by revelation of God, because Peter would struggle with it. John the Baptist would struggle with it. The wholeness of Jesus. Because the wholeness of Jesus is inextricably bound to the whatness of Jesus. Who he is and what he does is inextricably bound to one another. It's tied to one another. It's 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 inclusive who he is and what he is. Listen that, listen that Peter. Because he he had revelation. He didn't get it from seminary. He did not get it from college. He, he did not get it from man. Peter rises to he was always running his mouth wrongly. But he finally got it right because of revelation. Thou art the Christ. You are the anointed one. You are the Messiah. They were anxious for that. They were glad to hear. Here comes David now. David is coming. We are under apartheid. We are struggling with the Roman Empire. We are not free like we want to be. We heard this great announcement that thou art Christos. Thou art the anointed one. You are the Christ. I'll get to the other one later. I don't know how far I'm going to get. Thou art the Christ. You are the one we have been looking for. But you're not acting like it. There's no, there's no rumbling in the jungle. There, there, there is no there is no talk of taking over. There, there is no military training. There, there is no political gatherings. There, there's no talk of a takeover. Too quiet. John Baptist sent his disciples while he lingered in prison. John the Baptist. They go ask Jesus. Of course, 
He had it right in John chapter 1, verse 29. And I don't have time to talk about that today. Uh, he said, Behold the Lamb of God. He saw this Jesus from Nazareth, from the ghettos of Nazareth coming to the Jordan River. And John the Baptist said, You are the, the, the you, you, behold the Lamb of God that taketh away the sins of the world. He had that right. But he drifted in thinking politically about Jesus taking over with the Hebraic people being the benefactors of, 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 a, of a social takeover. So he went and sent his disciples back Say, said, ask Jesus this. Well, I got second thoughts now. I said one thing by the by the Holy Ghost that behold the Lamb of God that taketh up. Good to see you, Sister Joan. Uh, he, he, he said, he, he said, go back and ask Jesus, are you the Christ? Should we keep on looking? Because things ain't happening like we thought it was going to happen. Jesus said, go back and tell John that the blind see the lame walk. Tell him, don't be offended. John the Baptist looked for a social liberator. I, I wish I could. Let me just say this on my way to heaven. Jesus did not come here to knock down spider webs, but to kill the spider. Because social problem is really a spiritual problem. And the, and the danger now is to get lost in social things and social revolution and, and social uh -oh, justice. Uh-oh. Yeah. You, you get lost. What if a man would gain the whole world and, and lose his soul? You get lost in, in bread, but Jesus said, men shall not live by bread alone, but every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. Everything that's on the horizontal that's wrong originates on the vertical. Got to get God straight. Oh, you're here. You, 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 you can't spend time uh, majoring in minors. Amen. You got to deal with the real issue. Sin issue. Yeah. Sin. See you, Gary. Took me a while to watch you. It's, it's a sin issue. That you come to, so John the Baptist was right when he first, you, behold the Lamb of God that taketh away the sins of the, he was right. But, but they, 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 they always missed him. They always, I'm trying to get past this, he's a Christ. They, they always missed him because Jesus snuck in the back door. They looked for him to come in the front door, but he came in the back door. He he was always, you know, when I grew up, you couldn't go 
places you couldn't live a, a ride up front. You had to ride in the back. We had to go to the back of the grocery store to get out. That's how we made it as people of Ebony Hue. We had to go through the back to get vegetables and fruit. That's where we, we met chitlins and hog moths and neck bones. Y'all don't know what I'm talking about. Because we couldn't. We sat in the balcony in the movie theater. I didn't come to talk about this, but I'm just struck my mind. But Jesus came through the through the back door. Didn't come through the front door, did he? His, he, he, he didn't wear robes, and, but he was born in swaddling clothes. He came, came through, the, through the back door. Uh, he didn't hang out with, with the elite, but he spent time with prostitutes and sinners. He, he came through the, through, the, through the back door. Uh, he, he did not. It's a strange thing. It's oxymoronic. The same thing, the, the unsuccessful uniqueness of Jesus. <laughs> he kept losing a crowd. Every time he got a crowd, he would lose it. He, he came through Jerusalem with his feet dangling on a donkey, not on a horse. He came through the, through the back door. That's why they missed him. He just wasn't like everybody else. He, he, he hung around wine bibbles. He, 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 he turned water. He came through the back door. That's why they kept missing him. They were looking for him to ride in on the horse through Jerusalem. But here he comes on a donkey. Clinton, that you back there? Oh, bless his man. Then he dies among two thieves. One on the right, one on the left. You know what I mean, he, he died a sinner's death. He, 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 he became a sinner without sinning. Came through the back door. That's why they missed him. Because he didn't, wasn't like everybody else. Yeah. He said, thou art the Christ, son of the living God. He had a kingdom, but it was nothing like their kingdom. The king, the kingdom had come, but it was the kingdom of the not yet, living in the now. The kingdom, the rule and the reign of God would not be over a political political agenda, but the rule and reign of God would take place in the hearts of every believer. He said, my kingdom is not of this world. If my kingdom was of this world, my men would fight that I could send legions of angels. Here it goes again. Legions of angels. I think yes, it is. <laughs> You're running all day. I don't have to die on the cross, but 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 I'm dying because the spiritual is more important than the social. Because the problem with man is sin. Oh, bless his name. Thou art the Christ. Let me switch. 
He says more. But thou art the Christ, the Son of the living. Let me hit this real quick. Help me, Lord, to be brief. The Son of the living. He talks now not only about his rulership, that he's going to be Lord, that he's going to be, he's going to be owner and ruler. He's going to rule the kingdom that dwells within. Now he identifies himself with God himself. Thou art Christ, the son of the living God. He, he was saying in essence that God is not my father by being a progenitor. He did not birth me into the world. I am a son without a birthing or a, or a seed planting father. I'm virgin born. Mm. Listen, Eddie, you hear him. John 3, 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his monogamous his unique son. Listen at him. Listen at him. In John, John, am I too deep? Sir. In, in, in John chapter one, listen at him in the prologue. Listen, listen, listen at him. Listen at him. John speaks of him in Archehalagos. In the beginning was Listen at that. In the beginning was the Word. And the Word was with God. Prostheos. Face to face. Equality. The Son and the Father are one in essence. You do not have the right Jesus if he's not the only begotten son of God. If he's one of the prophets, if he's one of the teachers, you have the wrong Jesus. You cannot have the right church if you got the wrong Jesus. For Jesus is the head of his church. He, he has to be, he has to be the son of the living God, but he's not, he's not a product of human birthing. Now, let me put it this way. He's not the product of human inception. Because he was birth-like. Let me come over here. You look at me like a calf looking at Luke Gate. He 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 was birthed like everybody else, but he wasn't conceived. Come on, come on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> In the beginning was the word, and the word was habitually. With God was habitually with God. There never was a time when the word was not. 
The word did not have a beginning, although Jesus had a beginning, but the word that became Jesus had no beginning. Jesus existed before he was born. Y'all walking with me? I'm trying to find him. I'm trying to find the right Jesus. Yes, Lord. To fit his church. Yes, sir. It's not his church if you got the wrong Jesus. I, I got to hit something here. I, I know y'all want me to move from here. He was, I got to say, he, he was prostheos. He, let me talk anthropomorphically stupid. Let me talk in human terms about a divine, miraculous Jesus. If Jesus would need a, a blood transfusion, God could give it to him without rejection. That's stupid talk. Because God is spirit. He'll have no blood. Okay? But I'm talking stupidly. They, they, they have the same DNA. They have the same thumbprint. They are equal in essence, but subordinate in function. Let me, let me, let me, let me help you. <laughs> God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit are three distinct persons in the Trinity. Yeah. But there's only one God. Mystery. Mystery. We do not believe in what some teach with large churches, modalism. What's modalism? That God is playing roles. One day he's the Father, one day he's the Son, one day he's the Holy Spirit. Some of your large churches I'm trying, I don't want to call a name. I, I want to, but I, I don't want to call the name. They have large congregations with the wrong Jesus. Jesus is co-equal to the Father. He's, he, he's one with the Father. There's one God in three persons. Now here we're going to get a little sticky. You don't have humanity if you have the sameness. Humanity is what God has created to say something about himself. Humanity is humanity when there is heteros, difference. Two Adams or two Eves would not be humanity. You only have humanity when you have Two difference. 
why you say that, Pastor? Our God is a purposeful God. Have I been up here an hour yet? Close. Let me hurry up. Our God is a purposeful God. We were created in his image. We were created as human beings to reflect the isness of God. We, we were created to say something about God. And God is three persons in one. God, God is plural oneness. He's plural oneness. He's Father, He's Son, He's Holy Spirit. They are distinct persons. You can't, if you try to figure it out, you'll go crazy. It's, the Bible just declares a Trinitarian God. Jesus is in the water. The Father is in heaven speaking. This is my beloved Son in whom I'm pleased. The Holy Spirit is sitting on his shoulder as symbolism. You have God talking to himself if you don't have three persons. Mystery, but true. Humanity is mystery. It reflects the illness of God. You have two persons, male and female, makes a reflection of the wholeness of God. Humanity. Then he, he brings into marriage the same illustration. Mar you cannot marry yourself. My last time. You marry difference. And the two shall become one. The two different becomes a marital person. Who Jesus is, who the Son is, who the Father is, who the Holy Spirit is, gives testimony to who humanity is, then to who what marriage is, and then one more thing. It gives testimony to what his church is. Amen. The church is the bride of Christ. Amen. Christ is the groom. There's one body in Christ. Only one. Not two bodies. We believe in we believe in the Catholic Church, not the Roman Catholic, but the universal church is the one body. And how do you get into the one body? You got to be born into it and baptized into it. We are baptized and born into the one body. Marriage. The purpose of marriage, watch this, is to tell the truth about the church. Why do you get married? Because you love the person, secondary. 
you get married as, let me say this on my way to heaven. Marriage is not for unsaved people. Marriage is made for saved people. There's nowhere in the Bible God talks about marriage outside of a person knowing Jesus or knowing God. Husbands, love your wife as Christ loved the church. Wives, submit to your husband as unto the Lord. Marriage is made for Christians because what marriage said and believers, what marriage is, the purpose of marriage is to be a miniature church, to be the reflection of the bigger church. And the church is, the church in the church, Christ is present on earth only through his church. He's not present elsewhere, elsewhere. He's only present in the church. The Holy Spirit is only functional in the believers who are members of the church. Thou art Peter. On this rock, I will build of me the church. Let me say this. I'm losing you. I've lost you. Let me say this. The church is his church. If you have a rock nature, the essence of the church, Peter said, Jesus said, Peter, you are a little rock. But upon this big rock, I will build my church. It's only his church when each member in his church has his nature. You're only in his church when each member of his church has his nature. In other words, you have to be born again. The only way you can be a member of history. Now, your church, you can join it. <laughs> but only his church, you got to be baptized into it. The baptism of the Holy Spirit is not necessarily speaking in tongues and having some kind of emotional catharsis. The baptism of the Holy Spirit is the Holy Spirit baptizing every member into the one anotherness. We become members one of another. If you are in his church, you've been birthed into it and you've been baptized into it by the Holy Spirit. And you have the same nature as the huge rock, Jesus. Peter, you're rocky, but your rockness comes from being associated with the rock. You're only in his church, not through signing some card, 
and not through being physically baptized. You got to be spiritually baptized by the Holy Spirit. He baptizes us into the one another. Let me close with this. Say amen. Say he's getting ready to close, y'all. Listen at Upon this rock, I will build my church and the gates of hell, death, Sheol, Hades, will not prevail against it. His church is indestructible. What do you say? It's not going to die, but it will. You, there are those who will leave it. They will leave local congregations that every member in the local congregation is not a part of the church. That's why we keep preaching the gospel. Because some people are just parasites. They're not really in the church because you got to be birthed into it. You got to be baptized into it. Some folk just join in. But those who are in the church will never leave the church. They might leave a local congregation because of church hurt. Some people leave the church because of church hurt but they're really in the real invisible church, but they've been hurt by somebody in the church and, and, they, and they drift from the church. But they really don't leave the church, they leave a local church. And in time, they will come back to that local church when the hurt's gone, when it's healed. That's why we need to be busy in the church loving one another. Caring for one another, lifting one another, serving one another. Because folks can get hurt inside of local congregations. And we need to be caring for one another in the body of Christ. You, you ought to be able to fail and not get kicked out of the local church. We, we need to be so grace driven. Yeah. that we allow people to make mistakes and fail in the church. And yet, because you never can fall out of the church, but you can fall out of a church. Yeah. Are, are you getting me? Yeah. And when, those, when they fall out of fellowship, our grace-driven love should reach out and gather those people back into the church. No matter how how dirty you can get in life. The church is a safe place to fall. It should be. It should be. Oftentimes it is not. We will kill our wounded. We need to love one another because we all are grace cases. Have I got a witness here? We all are grace cases. Folk who say the church is going to die, it will not die. 
the church of Jesus Christ would that folk are leaving the church in droves. There's a great falling away. Many leave because they never was a. Mm -hmm. First John chapter two, verse 19, I believe. They left us because they were not of us. That's another segment. They never were in the church. Let me see this. Third close. Third close. Third close. They never was part of us. That's why they left us. Get ready, Pastor, for the few. Church is under, under judgment right now. God is judging his church. It's a sifting judgment. He's sifting the unreal from the real. And some folk won't be to take the heat because they didn't have the new birth. Some folk are going to leave the church because they never was of the church. But Jesus says, they killed me. But because I'm the head of the church, they'll never kill the church. They put me in a grave. They said, checkmate. Nailed my hands, nailed my feet, put me up behind a rock, up under a rock, but they didn't know I was the rock of ages. And early Sunday morning, when all hope was gone, I came out of the grave with all power in heaven and earth in my hand. You can burn the church. You can crucify its leaders. You can crucify its members. But the church of Jesus Christ will never die because the head of the church ever lives forevermore to give power to the church. It's his church. Yeah. City church. It's part of his church. City church pastor, first lady, and yeah. members yeah. are part of his church. Yeah. My hope is built on nothingness. And Jesus Christ in righteousness, I dare not trust the sweetest frame, but holy name. Jesus' name.